Some people are intimidated when talking to large numbers of people in an entertaining way, not Dan and Mike. Yeah? It's just a podcast, chill out. <laughs> yeah? A brilliant podcast. Okay. Too many quotes. GBH for the year old. <laughs> Not for me, thank you. No apology necessary. Let's get on with the podcast. You know, it's a laugh. And you can't put a price on comedy, so... Get listening. More biceps, more banter. Facebook group. Good name, isn't it? Well, you know, came up with it ourselves go and join it on facebook go join our little community of amazing people who to be honest probably a little bit special got to be if you like listen to this for a start so you're one of them there's there's more biceps more banter lot a little slugs with their personality <laughs> go and join them <laughs> go join them go look go search on facebook for it go join our our facebook group and you will get even more access to us live q a's monthly webinars you might get loads of free shit as well just because we're nice people we like giving you stuff that's going to help you oh dan oh mike i'm already listening to your hilarious podcast i'm already following your pant wettingly funny instagrams why should i go and join the facebook well no explanation needed really just go and join it missing out on a goss mad to miss it more biceps more banter we're live when do we start recording boys we're, we're recording Radio. I'll cut, this bit. I'll cut that bit out. It's all right. Yeah. Literally, you have any idea how hard it is for me to get even remotely a bicep? Thank you. And now, isn't it? You got a pump up just for that shot, and it's now gone. I have done a green top that makes my shoulders look slightly larger. <laughs> I can't be on a screen with him. Pretty boy McShoulders there. It's just not. Oh, right. this, this Which my life. Which one are you talking about? I, re- I reckon the viewers can guess. <laughs> Let them guess. Dan's got a lovely personality. Wow. I'm like the I'm like the mindful eaters in the fitness industry, aren't I? I'm that. I'm the bottom ten percent. Mike's the top ten percent. He's the he's the bodybuilder blood glucose guy. You know what I mean? I'm the I'm at the bottom. So I'm the idiot. I'm the idiot then, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Well, well I think oh, we're both idiots. I'm Let's not calling honest. you idiots, guys. If you do that, but <laughs> I'm kind of bad. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of just did. <laughs> anyway, we're joined today by. Uh, Mr. Dan Meredith, the real Dan Meredith, which implies that there is a fake Dan Meredith That's somewhere. The real Dan Meredith, which is yeah. the thing I like to say to people to make myself think I'm actually more important than I actually am, which is not really that important. Yeah. So thank you, gentlemen, yeah. for the invite. I greatly appreciate it. Thank you very much. Are there any well, gonna... Dan Merediths around? Yeah, there, there is actually. There's a chap from Eon um, who kept booking the same hotel that I used to book for, let's just say, my london adventures and i did message him saying i'm getting messages about you booking for me but i know i wasn't up to no good that weekend some years ago so yeah there's a few of us there's also a footballer as well quite a, he's, yeah. he's quite well known for he's like an up-and-coming he's about 1920 so yeah there's a few of us around nice. but i am at the real one you're the best have you just one, yeah. just just a just a random question dan have you ever typed in your name on google images what i'm gonna say here right <laughs> okay. I have, and I've got to say to anyone listening, this sounds like a threat because it is. I have your home address. <laughs> so all I'm going to say is, yes, hey, I, I have. And it's a magical mystery tour of what can only be described as <laughs> <and> alcoholism. <laughs> hey, I didn't, 
I didn't say anything. I just asked if you had or not. I, didn't <laughs> I fucking hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? Outstanding sabotage at the start of this. I just, you know. So yeah, guys. So if you, like you want to know who you tossed the ball to me, and I'm thinking, hmm. You might have to toss it back now, but yes, oh, I, I know, I know it's coming my back my way in a horrible fashion. I've got no doubt about that. Um, but I'm sure that everyone listening to this now has done that and paused it, so they'll know what you look like now, which is brilliant, uh, or used to look like, should we say? Because you don't know that anymore. Thank so. Christ, that is the <laughs> honest answer. Honestly, um, for those of you who don't know me, hi, I'm at the Real Dad Meredith. But um, I was lucky enough to be introduced to Dan. Um, we'd met, well, virtually met. Dan could tell the story when he sparkly eyed looked at me speaking across the stage. But um, as well as. It wasn't, wasn't you I was looking at, but yeah. Remember, we. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have some interesting friends. But um, yes, I have been working with you as. Uh, your client as well as me working with you guys for a little while as well and yes I still remember that fateful day of the check-in photos where I thought ah it's not that bad and then I actually I, I actually think I ordered a Domino's out of sadness literally <laughs> I looked at the pictures and I thought well I've already clearly committed to hate eating I might as well just carry on there's no point this is this this is disgusting and as we discussed at the time, there was a part of me that felt, you know, very a lot of, I felt a lot of gratitude um, for some of the women I dated in the past year or so. Um, and I felt perhaps maybe I should send some sort of fruit basket or, or gift because there was definitely service yeah. above and beyond the call of duty to let that wriggle and sweat all over. I mean, I, yeah. I think it was you that needed the fruit basket then. I was about to say it was it was me. I, I I actually had to order Domino's as well after seeing the photos. I was like, well, fucking hell, like I can let myself go a bit here. Do you know what I mean? Because I know yeah, what this guy gets up to. This yeah, is you know? it, this is what it can end up like if you're not yeah. careful. Brilliant. Yeah. Awesome. Do you know? I was like, it's fine, Dan. Don't worry about it. I can eat. I probably have two Domino's to be fair, and still be nowhere near. So it's, it was fine. Um, so yeah, yeah. So so Dan met Dan. Um, at some little what fucking Dan convention with <laughs> okay, admittedly, I have had something which is called an extravaganza, which is slightly egotistical. But no, this is a friend of mine, Mike's copywriting event. I mentored him some years ago. Um, we built an agency together, and Dan was in the audience and has been, yes, following me since then. And then I'm hanging on the coattails of just, just, just trying to hang on the coattails ever since then. Just trying hang on my best. Coattails of glory, my friend. Yeah, if, if that's what. We, then is, through, that, is that what we call it? Through you, um, immediately hated him because he's far too good looking. Um, so yeah, that's just the thing. We we obviously start our chats with you know generally a positive conversation. You know, quick recap of how much I hate Mike for his offensive good looks and unusually large shoulders and then we crack on with the day don't you even try and pretend they're not it'll make me angry stop it do you know what? And, and and but so does the rest of the fitness industry they hate mike as well so it's fine do you know so, it yeah. really is fine it's, <laughs> it's really not a problem he's used to it uh, <laughs> but today we're going to talk about fitness industry niches because we think that's going to be something that dan can weigh in on um and it kind of annoys me and Mike a little bit because we see obviously all of it. Some people don't see all of it, but there's very much this. It's not. I don't want to say battle because that sounds wrong because neither of these two groups would fight. Go to war, really. Go yeah, to go to war. Well, one of them does go to war, but their war is a gym, so that's where they're found. Um, it's just like that whole thing where in fitness at the moment it seems to be 
you're either a hardcore bodybuilder who counts out seven almonds, has 161 grams of carbs a day and nothing else. Or you like mindfully eat and you don't care about what you eat. You just love yourself, everything you do and all this sort of stuff. And they seem to be going like all guns blazing, like even more than before, like really like just going all in on their niche and just anyone else who believes anything different is a moron, idiot. Like, and it, I don't know what it is about this year. That's the way it seems to have gone. Like double down on it more than ever. I think a lot of people have just gone quite special this year. The thing is moderation and actually that middle path, it's not very sexy. It's quite easy to kind of go hardcore. You know, for example, I have, you know, I, I own a gym. I have a degree in sports nutrition. I was a PT for several years myself. I was pretty fucking good. Yet, you know, I still very honest that I needed someone to help me. It, you know, what I used to do wasn't working. I was trying to train like a 20, 30 something. I'm 41 as of now. And I kept breaking down into crumbly sadness. But it is what it is. But you'll find a lot of people find it because it's easier to be extreme. Like, for example, I don't mind saying this. You used to have a bit of a, let's just say, drink hobby. Um, for me, that's for being very polite. Um, moderation, it, mo moderation with drink is actually really is, is a lot harder. It's much easier for me to. So I don't drink at all now. Zero drinks at all. Saying no, being abstinent. Nope, don't drink at all. It's dead easy. So once you say I am hardcore, I am this. It's easy because moderation and actually thinking about things and doing things in a way that realistically involves you to actually have to be a bit smarter about stuff and actually look at things in a slightly different way is harder it's dead easy to say i'm fucking hardcore at this because then you can just go cool don't have to think about any of that stuff and i'll count my three almonds out it's fucking it, it's mad like the, i get that there's going to be a camp that's one way and i get they're gonna there's gonna be a camp in another way another way in another way because that's your specialist in that area. That's the mindful eating expert. That's who works with eating disorders, etc. But it just screams idiocy to me. Is idiocy a word? Because that's quite ironic if I've got the word for being an idiot wrong. So that's probably idiocracy. Is that a word? Idiot. I don't it's know. It's not idiocracy. That's worse. Come on, Dan. I've got to say, hashtag best selling author can't spell. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Doesn't matter. But, but it, it's kind of like idiocy is a word. Like, Idiocy. It is a word. Extremely stupid behavior. There you go. That's never in doubt. Never in doubt. Sums up perfectly. It's, it's like it's such a niche thing. And but then people jump on this bandwagon and then tar everybody with the same brush. Everybody's got a fucking eating disorder now. If you were if you have a domino, oh have you got an eating disorder? No, they just had a fucking domino. It's like it's just this, it's gone, it's swung too far the other way. It's like there's it's just to one or the other it's you must eat chinese or indian but you sometimes you want a bit of japanese food sometimes you want a bit of mexican food like you want a bit of something different you want to, you want something else it's not just one or the other and it's just a lot of things wind me up but it is winding me up now the amount like pretty of much everything winds you up i mean the the amount of people i love your social media is genuinely the highlight of my day because obviously you start your day earlier i'm like what's annoyed mike today <laughs> it's, it's, it's stupid though because it, it's one of those things where we as fitness professionals i hate that term because it's wanky but people employed as such to help people get in to a healthier position, potentially fitter, stronger, whatever the goal is, more confident, happier, whatever. It's our job to encourage that. Mm. And now the actual people whose job it is to encourage that is saying, don't diet, 
don't diet, just love yourself. They've heard this shit fucking throughout, throughout their life. They've tried, they've failed, all this. And now you've got some fucking dickhead on Instagram who's already in shape going, well, you should love yourself. Yeah, but I, I can't see my dick when I have a piss. My, I, you can't see my eyes when I smile. So how can I be happy? If I did crack a smile, you can't see my fucking eyeballs. So, <laughs> like, I just don't get it. It's like there's a certain percentage of a population that's going to need to hear this. People who have eating disorders. But everybody else who's just fat, what's wrong with, with them dieting? It's like if you want to save money, you wouldn't go, don't save money, just love yourself, be poor. Like, it's okay to want to change your life. It's okay to want to save up. It's okay to want to feel a little bit better. But this industry has gone fucking way too far the other way. It's too from soft. A, from like a business and marketing perspective, like if you identify with that. So for example, yeah, I grew up in the era of muscle media, Flex magazine, T Nation, that sort of stuff. Yeah, And I really looked up to it. I've got, you know, bodybuilders and stuff. I know you're more in that sort of style, Mike, and you competed and stuff. It's like my genetics are at best dog shit. So the fact I've got what I've got, I'm actually really fucking happy with. But I always, you know, the, the amount of time and effort and sheer dedication it took to that. Like, I respect people for that. It's like, if that's how you want to go hardcore into it, you want to go someone who is a specialist in that. And from a marketing perspective, you know, you if you, it's often a case of people confuse the niching down with just making it easier. So if I, you know, we've got the, I think the phrase that I got sick of is seeing busy professionals. Shut up. Just stop. It means nothing. It means nothing. Shut yeah, up. And it's useful because you get to know the kind of micro needs of that person and what they're actually. And if you, for example, if you're saying eating disorders there, I'm not going to weigh on on that. Not my specialty at all. But if you are someone who is medically qualified and has the ability to help people with that, and if you are someone who has been diagnosed as having that, then yeah, you're probably going to want to go with that coach. But it's a case of understanding the difference between marketing yourself in a way just because everyone else is or is it because you love like for me i joked about saying because obviously you know i still own a gym i own a team I own a team of personal trainers that sounds i don't think you're allowed to do that anymore yeah, I, probably, I mean that's probably actually what the technically technically the right term for yeah, no, what I'm happens not. with no, no, yeah <laughs> Um, but for example, I thought, you know, it, it, would, it wouldn't work because obviously you've done it. But could you imagine if someone just said the, the anti-flexible dieting coach? It's a case of, right, here you go. Here's five things. You eat these five things every day until you're not fat. That's it. For sheer comedy value. And you'd get a lot of hate and a lot of pushback. But I know when me and Dan started together, I was like, mate, I'm busy with work. I've got multiple businesses. I've got calls. I've got shit everywhere. I just need to eat the same shit every day. That's going to get me the results. And we can worry about the flexibility and stuff. I was quite happy to eat same shit all the time. And that was it. It wasn't like, you know, you didn't target 40 year old males who are desperate to punch dramatically above their weight in the bedroom department whilst also looking vaguely fuckable and not looking like Shrek when they go on stage. I mean, that's quite niche. And I probably would have gone apply if I saw that. <laughs> But it's, yeah, I can understand, like I said, sort of both sides of the spectrum, but it's a case of not everything works for everyone. And if you're just jumping on a bandwagon because you see what is popular, and I think that's what I see it happens in the business industry all the time. One minute it's funnels, next minute it's copy, then it's Facebook ads, then it's groups. And it's like, do you know what? Everything fucking works. Yeah. Everything works. 
my my frustration with it is this is this this now you need to almost caveat what you say every time you know if you write a post you have to say but this doesn't apply to anyone with eating disorder and it also doesn't apply to bodybuilder and it also doesn't apply to someone who's a stay-at-home mom and it also doesn't apply it's like no like that's that's taken as red like you just like i have a niche that i work with and it's like i don't need to say in my posts this information does not apply to these people like that's not what you people who follow you they follow you and if they don't like it they unfollow you it's pretty simple like, i don't follow anybody who's not going to help me because of their niche like that's just not going to happen and that's the thing that frustrates me is you always get someone in the comments going oh yeah but what about this well yeah i don't know about that i don't care i don't work with those people they can go find someone else for every single thing and i was saying to the saying to you guys just before this most people know the the phrase you know a jack of all trades is a master of none that's not the full phrase the full trades is a jack of all trades is a master of none but is oftentimes better than a master of one and what, you know, from my point, when I work in the, in the business and marketing sense, I've worked with startups up to, you know, nine figure plus businesses all around the world, online, offline, you know, physical, e-commerce, digital, you name it. I've done everything because I've got a broad spectrum of good knowledge. I can be very useful to a lot of people. Now, I think I think the reference I used here, you know, certain things you truly want a specialist. Like if I was having bollock surgery, I would be looking for the top bollock surgeon going i'll be like right oh i specialize in elbows do you know what can we find you you got a pal more on the plums <laughs> would that be okay thank you so yes there is always a need for specialization for specialization things you know mike you've introduced me to some people in the bodybuilding world just because i was interested seeing who's doing what and stuff and it blows my fucking mind the size of these people and you know i follow their story sometimes i'm just like i can't believe what they do to get there and i'm like do you know what fair play that's not for me. But for someone who wants that, it is. And it's just being understanding that everyone is different, but bandwagon jumping, you know, doing this at the exclusion of that is never going to succeed long term. It's just, it's just trends, like you said. Like, it's the same thing. It's like you, you do funnels, copy, whatever. Like, it's the same thing. Like, you're going to get an expert in that area, copy, an expert in funnels. But it's when people jump on it who are not experts. It's like, I had an eating disorder six years, so now I'm going to take on clients to help them. Like, but and I think I might have said this last week. I was like, well, that's like me going, well, I went to the zoo, so now I'm a koala bear. Like, it's just completely, it's completely a different thing. You are cuddly. You are cuddly, mate. Well, I, I, I know yeah. we are, but oh. like, it's just completely different. It, it's I'm just seeing so many people, and it's. It's just getting beyond the scope of the actual niche. It's like the niche is, it was like before when everybody went gluten-free, when something like 1% of the population is gluten-free, but everyone's gluten-free. Well, every, everybody in fitness just happens to be gluten-free. That's the 1% of the population. Fit. Like It's just trends. And you see these come out and it's blue light blockers. It's no strips. It's fucking whatever the next CBD oil is. God, no strips. I remember. God, they were the thing. It came back, Dan. You've not seen. They came back about a year and a half, two years ago. We had public arguments with people wearing nose strips, and they would respond their argument. Tag was in it wearing nose strips. Like you didn't see this before we knew you. Beautiful. And we were just saying, look, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? They're not. They can't understand that we're talking to normal people who think that somebody wearing a nose strip looks daft, but yet the bodybuilder who's doing it can't see. That they can't see that no, it doesn't look bad. No, no, it doesn't. It's for a purpose. Nobody's wearing them now. No one. 
People are actually slagging them off now, the same people who were wearing them. But yet we said it two years ago, and you absolutely went in on us, saying we don't know this, or we don't do this, or whatever. But now, funny old thing. Industry gave me my break, yeah. Um, it's where I started fitness, my you know, first, you know, first self-employed job, then my own gym, then went into the business and marketing side, you know, accidentally and that kind of work. You know, I love the industry and it's such an amazing industry that can change lives and it can truly change lives. And the main thing I always say, you know, I've recommended, you know, both of you to different people. I've recommended people in your team to others. There are some other people I've recommended because I think they're going to be a good fit. And, you know, obviously, yes, you've got the required qualifications, also the experience, as in you've worked with people for a long time. But the main thing is, is do you like the fucking person? That's a big thing I said, coaching. Have they got results before? And can you stand the fucker when they're telling you you don't want to do it? I mean, we've had business chats and we've butted heads before. But, you know, I like to think there's always been that underlying base of respect. There's stuff that Dan has said to me, well, you're going to look like that forever then. This is the amount of weight you've got to lose if you're not happy, you know, if you're not going to change that. Didn't particularly enjoy the conversations. Admittedly, some of the best put downs i have ever had which i requested have come from mr meek here truly beautiful can i share the fudge one yeah you are yeah i'm sad people don't think this you see they think they always assume that mike would be the most savage out of us but sometimes oh. you know it's it's, it's I'm a, listen believe it or not i'm a charming little fucker right but i'm very good at getting my way into and out of places i punch well out of my leagues i've got some chat but i said to dan I will try and weasel my way out of things. Now, this goes to show the level of savagery. So I said to Dan, do not hold back on me. You need to fucking give me a fucking rib shot every now and then. So my dad passed away last year, right? First time took my mum and sister away. Just like, they've never done it before. So it's a bit nervous for my mum to drive away. And you're very sweet. You're like, have a good time. And then, but remember, I, met, I sent you a picture of me from the beach, didn't I? Me, my mum, my sister. And he said, just before you go to the shops, he says, do me a favour, just pull your shirt forward and look down. He said, see that there? That's fudge, that is. So <laughs> no fudge. And, I was just like, and you know when you just get fucking ended, and I'm like... <laughs> cool. Dan, I didn't know you had it in you. So hey, Dan, honestly, so Dan, Dan requested, so Dan basically said to me, right, we got to the point, we got to the, we got about, it was, I think it was about, you said, right, we've got a tough two weeks coming up. Um, I really want to push my diet for two weeks. Yeah, which like, I, I did I'm finding it hard, I'm finding it hard, all this sort of stuff. I need you to text me every day yeah. something horrific that yeah. makes me go, yeah, actually, I am like, I am fat, I am ugly, I am all this sort of shit. And every day I was sat there thinking, oh God, what can I say? And it just, I, I just kept getting worse. I just thought, how far can I push this? I'm going back to try <laughs> and find some of them. They were um... genuinely some of the best copy that I have ever seen. And I, I actually... <laughs> way too personal. Sorry. So I so got to 100 kilos, right? And I'm about, about 90 odd now. I said, but I remember saying when I was at 100, <laughs> where are my abs? Dan's response under the layers of fudge and emotion that we're working through. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I forgot how fucking brutal these were. Mate, oh. they were, they were, I had to really think about them. Like, they really, really think about creative. them. It's getting a bit personal though, Dan. Like, it's, Picture it's, of me on a jet ski. Don't those things have a weight limit? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, he's the best one, right? I'll show the camera, right? I don't want to show your number. Hold on. Um, so it says 90.90 on my weight thing, yeah? Is that the decimal point between the zero and the nine or the second zero and the nine? <laughs> Hard to tell because I can't tell by looking at you. Hashtag Shrek. <laughs> Absolutely. These are so good. Oh, oh no, final one. Final one. I'm so sorry. Now, bear in mind, ladies, gentlemen, and pronouns of choice. I really struggled with this. You know, um, I did probably eat a lot when dad wasn't well and it was just, I needed to break the habit. And I really, really wanted to have, let's just say, some robust feedback from an attractive female that made me realize, Do you know what? This is something, you know, that's actually quite fair. I do want to work on this. <laughs> sorry. This is my favorite one. I'm sorry for waiting. <laughs> right. What does the mirror say today? I bet it keeps trying to show you that you've lost weight just so that you'll stop standing in front of it. It's that sick of having to reflect your disgusting image. <laughs> That's the best one. I'm sorry for scrolling, anyone listening. If you weren't, we're not watching that. And I asked for this and I remember. And I think I caught you straight away. Like, that is the best. Oh. I have oh. in my life. I'm sweating. I'm actually sweating laughing. That is fucking creative. That isn't, like... isn't it beautiful? But again, so some oh. people, like I said to one of my clients the other day, right? You know, and sometimes you need, you know, and, and I joke aside, you have been extremely supportive. There have been times when it's been tough, you know, when it was coming up to the anniversary of, you know, the first time dad past you were like look just fucking don't be a weirdo just kind of you know enjoy time with your family we'll get back on track you're really really kind of supportive but i asked for this but i do it with my clients as well sometimes you have to go do you know what everything's going to be okay like just you know hold the line keep going and i remember saying to someone uh today actually yeah today actually i went right i don't care how much you're paying me your moaning is doing my fucking tits in either shut the fuck up and do the work or fuck off. I didn't and know you a conversation earlier. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 I'll chat tomorrow. But and I, that may sound, now bear in mind, that may sound out of context and I was not being, but this is someone who's been, who's letting life beat them down. And we've been, and like she, they, she just needed to simply, you know, she's got a phenomenal business, growing it from, you know, 30 grand a year to nearly 700,000 in the, in the time worth it. She's phenomenal. And it's just taking a few knocks from life right now and wanted to quit. And sometimes you do need someone who is going to actually say, do you know what? Arm around the shoulder. It's going to be okay. We're going to get through this. But there's sometimes when you're being, you know, we all been there, bit of tough love and just say, literally, do you know what? Shut up, get on with it. And it hurts. If it's from, and it's, if it's unwarranted feedback, you know, not from a coach or someone you care about, yeah, it can hurt. But this is someone I want to win. Like, you know, you wanted me to win. And as much as, you know, you made me laugh every fucking day with those messages and every day, I mean, you're talking to someone who I would buy a kilogram of fudge, hold it by a, in its stick format and just eat it like a banana, a mm. kilo. They say, hate- Do you want it chopped up into bits, sir? No, just literally wrap a bit of tissue around the bottom. And I'm going to hold it like that and eat it disgusting do you know ext- oh, yeah, extreme habits require extreme coaching so that's what was required but um it's, it's one of those where like that's what? the thing it's one of those where like it's it's understanding what your client wants and needs as well i think that's like 
the, the thing is obviously like there are certain certain clients I would never even even like even entertain the idea of saying anything like that but it's one of those where like when you understand again like you said you have to like the person and form a relationship with them first like I wouldn't have sent you that in the first four four six weeks I was working together because you just a I wouldn't have dared to do it I don't think um but b you asked for it you were like I need this he's gonna motivate me it's just the way that you could have just said anything but I'm just imagining you sat there and it's genuine emotion that's coming out of you getting almost personal it's like, yeah, I, it, but you see, but with someone like, like with someone like Danny, it's like no, you far. Oh, and, and your beard looks stupid. Oh, and and I don't like your kitchen at home. Like it just seems like completely yeah. like. Out of no, but you see, with 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 Dan, you see, it couldn't be just a generic sweeping statement because there's no thought going into it. He appreciates the thought yeah. and effort that's gone into it because then he knows it's not just copying and pasting from the internet. It's like no, he sat down and he thought about it's it. Not, it's not a generic insult. We're not talking where, generic where are his weaknesses? What does he? Where is his true insecurities? What does he hate about himself? Let's combine them together in a recipe of beauty and send it to him. But what we're saying about the whole no one size fits all, you know, a good coach, a good mentor will be able to help you in different areas of your life and in different ways. There are like right now with my own personal thing. So one of my things was to be able to, if I wanted to go shirtless at this festival that we're going to, I can see, <laughs> I'm going to say it. For those of you who know Rick and Morty, I can see the cum gutters and the top two abs. That, and I've got a dick vein on my bicep, and I'm happy. That's what did, did I say? That's what I wanted. I wanted literally, wanted. you know, the fold of your boxer shorts to stay flat when it's up, dick veins on the bicep, and I've got some accidental cum gutters. Happy as hell. And you know what? And I remember saying to you about three or four weeks ago, I'm actually really happy where I am now. Like I, this is, you know, maintainable. I actually like my physique. I feel good. I feel healthy. I'm really enjoying lifting heavy again. And you're like, cool, that's what we're focusing on now. And I'm really, really enjoying it. But as a good coach, you got to listen to what your client wants, but also sometimes give them what they need. I needed at that time because I was in the danger zone, which is Woolacombe High Street, where the fudge and pasty shop is, where I would walk to without even thinking, I, I bought six pasties and two kilos of fudge one afternoon and I ate them all in one sitting. Didn't even bother me. Easy. Smashed it. Did you need six? Yeah, five would be all right, wouldn't it? Five? No? Five. Yeah, fine. But anyway, for, the, for, those, for those people listening, I think they're, they're, they're just to give you some actual useful points to Sign take away from coaching. this. Yeah. Sign up for coaching. Sign up for coaching so service. I can abuse you. Yeah. 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 I just want to abuse you. If you join us. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what? Okay, I'm, I'm going to suggest maybe that maybe is a little spicy, Michael. But quite frankly, when we did those pictures, you know, the checking ones, there was, you know, again, you can you can be whatever you want to be. Do you want to be the biggest jack bodybuilder? You want to be super skinny? You want to be fat? It doesn't matter. It's your body, your choice. I had a look I wanted to go for. And quite frankly, I was fat. That was it. There was no sugar coat in it. And if you'd have sugar coated it, I'd have probably eaten it. So <laughs> it was hey, old school joke. But that's the thing. And it's finding the right medium for people. And for those of you who kind of just I realize, thank you for the introduction, letting people know exactly what I do, by the way. Um, my background prior to this is like building businesses, growing businesses. I'm an author. Um, I've done quite a lot of things at quite a lot of high levels and stuff. And I get I'm very genuinely privileged to work with these boys. And part of the reason this podcast is back 
is because I've been hammering fucking home how funny these two are and how actually good at what they do. And part of the reason this podcast, I'm making them, you know, push this as much as they can. And thank you to anyone that's taken the time to review it, because I truly think what they've got is special. And I think it is a refreshing voice that the industry needs because there are too many extremes there are too many people pushing you know solutions which aren't safe and quite frankly i mean it's it's an amazing industry that can change lives and i'll be hold my hand up until i had good online coaching i some years ago i thought it was dog shit i really did i thought i was you know an in-person pt myself back in the day i thought no way can you get results and it's blown my mind so yeah just to give you a little context of who i may be if you've never heard of me which sounds so pretentious but i get to you know see uh, behind the scenes of a lot of fitness industries and you know these two are you know they're the, they're they're the good guys they genuinely are sorry that's uh, the thing with like sorry for not introducing you dan but but we but we do have a good idea of dan meredith who works for eon so <laughs> yeah we do know yeah. who he is yeah so that's always apparently useful. he has a lot of fun in a very nice <laughs> in london hotels yeah <laughs> he's a dirty bastard i heard that dan meredith from eon Definitely Eon. Do you know what? Probably, we should probably not say that, just in case. <laughs> I think it's based near where they work. It does happen to have a very nice spa. I may <laughs> have, but yes, we, I nearly shared a story there, which is not for this podcast. So I shall just stop now. I think it's... It, it, just, just to finish, because look, it's important to finish. Look, basically, it's important that you find people in your, in like that in terms of coaches or fitness, that you're in their niche. You like them. You like what they do. You like what they're about. And if you don't, you can unfollow them. You can unsubscribe. You can do whatever you need to do. But the point is, if you're also an online coach, if you have an online coach, listen, is don't be afraid of being your niche and don't feel afraid of upsetting people who aren't in that niche. Like we get it all the time. And I think we've, we've probably been for a period where we probably worried a little bit too much about that. And it's now back. And we're now like, no, this is who we help. This is what we're good at. These are the people we're going to help. They want this. Not the 10% of the bodybuilders, not the mindful eaters. Really, it's like, look, we're going to focus on most people, that 80% who need our help. That's the reality of the situation. There's enough people around that need help. Um, and I think that's the key thing is like, make sure that everyone you follow, everyone on your social media feed is providing you with either some sort of value, some sort of comedic value, some sort of brain gains, as well as just they might look good. Um, I just think it's important that you surround yourself with that rather than following everyone and then getting when, confused by all the different messages when people go into niches like when when me and when me and dan have talked about our niche we don't talk about oh they don't want to track or they're mindful eaters or they do want to do this when we talk about niches we talk about personality types so like dan meredith said it's more about getting on with somebody because to us as a coach that's what gets results so for some of my clients some of my clients don't track their food some of my clients just track their protein some of my clients just track their, their calories. Some of my clients track all three macros. Like, and it's not a one-size-fits-all. So when we talk niche, our niche is people who don't want to take things too seriously, who want to work hard but get in shape, who are sick and tired of the bullshit that they're seeing. They've probably tried something else before and it's failed or they've gone back to the start. That's what we're talking about, niches. So it's all well and good to you know double down on that niche and, and go after that from a business perspective but people look at niches way too black and whitely and go well i need to be the niche that is a mindful eater but that's not talking anything there's a wide variety of personality types within that type of person that needs that help so when we look at niches it's coming from a very very different angle and that's what you get when you join our coaching 
not a plug. But busy we'll professional. You've, you've got to be a busy professional, that's all. Busy professional, yeah. Busy, and if busy, you are a busy, busy professional, professional, you're probably not on fucking Instagram, are you? Like, let's be honest. I'm looking for five busy dads, five working. I'm going to do, I think I did a troll post like that. I said, I'm looking for 1,092 entrepreneurs who want to give me this amount of much money per month, mainly because I want these three motorbikes. Just because it's like I started seeing all these kind didn't of things. You get some stuff sent through. You did, didn't you? I have I have been paid in motorbikes before, yes. No, but I'm sure I'm sure like some people actually say. Oh yeah, money. I signed up. I signed up like twenty people off the back of it. <laughs> yeah, but but this is it. My so my so for example, I may sound a little bit irreverent or disinterested, but like I really do genuinely like these boys do care about my clients. You know, I want people to succeed. I want people to win. Like I've been through the shit myself, uh, business-wise. You know, I spent a lot of time, effort, and money on you know personal development, going to places, trying to learn from the best I can because I was not in a good place. I wasn't happy. I wasn't fulfilled. I was lonely. I was empty. I was doing things to fill that void in my you know my soul, for want of a better place. And I had to figure out how to fill it and what to do and stuff. And I had coaches and mentors to help me get to where I am. And one thing you know, I have again, this is not a plug. It's it's a, it's mainly for entrepreneurs. The whole ethos is get shit done. So we work with loads of different people who just want to do something. Yeah. But one of the big things that I've noticed, and I think the pandemic has made this worse, is the fucking endemic amount of loneliness. People are very alone right now. They don't have people to talk to. They don't have people to connect to. People are sometimes scared of just going outside and stuff. Their usual, you know, vehicles and ways of connecting with humans have been cut back. You know, offices and place to go and sports clubs and stuff. Yes, you know, we're opening up more and more. But I found one of the most, you know, again... I'm a highly resilient person. Like the year I had last year, getting run over by a car, losing my dad, pandemic, business stuff, you know, relationships, fucking horrific last year. Like I've talked about it before. It's not a woe is me. Don't believe in that. It was fucking hard. But actually having a few, you know, I had a sleep coach at one point and I had down with the nutrition stuff, just having someone in your corner who actually gives a shit. And when we started working together in a business capacity, that was the one thing you hammered home to me. You said, we are not going to be those assholes who just fucking step back, generic programs, all this bullshit. Like you genuinely care. You know, you listen to the voice notes, you reply to everyone personally, you know, is it practical? No, it's not. But same reason how I do things is impractical because I actually would much rather do a better job and give a shit. And that is lacking nowadays is people actually know if oh i care do you fucking really though do you actually fucking care or are you just a line on a paypal or a stripe account and that's why i love you boys to bits and you know i try and emulate that myself and that's why i don't work with too many people because you know excuse me there is only so much to go around like you do have to look after yourself and put your needs first too but people create a right now a craving connection and now is the time when a lot of people need support because they've been on their own for so long and they're trying to emerge back into the real world. And like, fuck, especially as guys, and, you know, it's three guys here, you know, we've had chats before independently. It's pretty fucking hard, dude. you know. It's harder to make friends as a guy as you get older. Who the fuck do we talk to? You know, I talk to my coaches. That's it. Like where, you know, if you haven't got a good circle of friends or people even harder, and I'm probably more for you guys, you know, like with fitness saboteur type friends, you know, people who are like, you know, like bless this sounds okay this sounds so pretentious there's no other way of saying it but like my cleaner was late today so i couldn't go to my pt session i had to move it to this evening 
and she bought me a big fuck off cream cake. And I was just like, she knows I'm like, she didn't mean to. It was very, very sweet, you know, gratitude and stuff. But I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. So obviously I ate it and then I trained for three hours on top of it because obviously I'm a weirdo and I thought, fuck it, I will, I don't mind doing that now. I quite enjoy doing the fitness stuff. But if you haven't got people around you who are supportive or on, on mission with you, you know, you guys probably have this yourselves when you said you're going to go, you know, self-employed and set up your own business. Everyone's like, what are you doing? Just get a normal job. And you're like, well, I don't want to do that because I want to do it this way. And it's the same with the fitness industry as well. It's like, you know, you tell someone, I want to lose weight. I want to get fit. I want to do a competition. You know, I've got to be honest, you know, I've dated a few people in the fitness space. I've got some good friends um, who've competed in stuff. I don't know how you do it. Like, it's been hard enough doing this and like the level of sacrifice you have to do to get it. But if it makes you happy and you want to do it, that's awesome. But so many people around you are going to be trying to sabotage you and say, let's go for drinks, let's have pizza, they bring snacks around and stuff like that. And that's when you need a coach and that's when you need support. And people don't seem to understand if you really, really want to achieve something. Yeah, you can. Of course, you can do it on yourself. Everything's fucking Googleable. But having a coach, having someone who's actually got your fucking back, honestly, change your life. Rant over. Nice speech. But the big question is, what did your butler get you? <laughs> my butler, don't have a butler, but my assistant, she did actually, uh, what did my assistant buy me the other day? She bought me a nice set of cutlery. True story. Yes. So, should we, uh, should we get, should we get on? Should we, uh, There's a story, isn't there, Michael? There's a, yeah, there's always a story. It's, it's a bit that people, you know, probably, I'm not going to say waiting for, they probably skip to. Or yeah, probably, skip to, yeah, yeah, I'd say. It's, so, we've, we're moving away from the useful content to arguably more useful content, to be honest. Uh, but another news item that definitely should have been in the news, and I particularly resonate with this one because it's something that's very similar to what's happened in my life. But anyway, is and before I start this article, I want you to, to picture the journalist. I want you to think about the language used, some of the adjectives, and what they're trying to get over with this beautiful piece of, uh, of literature. I don't think he's going to win a Pulitzer. Sorry for shitting outside your house, Davina. That's the opener. Um, so that's the opener. Um, obviously, Davina McCall. So there's a picture of Davina McCall, quite obviously, hands on hips, disgruntled. And just a guy, he looks like he, looks like he could work. He could be a tradesman. He's got a collar up shirt and he's got his arms folded. But anyway, so we'll get into the story. A man who shat outside Davina McCall's 3.2 million mansion has made a public apology to the star. Last week it emerged that a strongly worded sign has gone up near Davina's home in the village of Wadhurst, East Sussex, following a series of unfortunate plop incidents. Plop incidents. What? A series as well. There's a serial shitter. Um... So it continues, obviously. And again, it's I'm I'm not so much bothered by the guy taking a shit because I mean I've been there. Um, <laughs> I'm more bothered about this this journalist. The dirty deeds are being carried out at the top of the stairs which lead to the Wadhurst railway station. 
where members of the public have right, uh, have right away despite it being part of Davina's land. <clears throat> After reading about the 48-year-old The Jump Star's desperate measures, one guilty cable layer, one guilty cable layer, cable layer, as in laying a cable. So the guys use, like, where, where is this language coming from? I just thought, hang on, hang on. I thought that was his job. I thought that he was describing his job. No, no, it's 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 a metaphor. (laughs) Cable layer. One guilty cable layer. Not his trade. No. He's laid a cable. So approach the Sunday sport, of course it will be the Sunday sport, to make a public apology. Why would he go to the Sunday sport to make an apology? Builder Steve Reed, 35. Always, named, always for me. And aged him. So if there's any doubt, it's him. It's Steve Reed, 35. Might as well just say he's fucking street. Um, <clears throat> he said, here we go. And I don't know if he did say this. <laughs> because I don't think that this is normal language used by any person that's not a journalist. <clears throat> okay. You've been interviewed by the Sunday Sport. Okay, it's a big moment. Come on, come on, Steve. Read 35 from Little Wickton. Um, <laughs> I, I, I just got off the train, and in all honesty, I had the turtle's head. I didn't make a habit of having a shit in public, let alone outside houses belonging, belonging to respected light entertainment presenters. But this was an extreme <laughs> situation. No chance. There's no chance he's described the Gina McCall as a No. See, the journalist, the journalist has shot himself in the foot there because there's just, there's just no way. Like, Steve I mean, Reed, who sits outside you know. people's houses, is not saying <laughs> light, entertainment. light entertainment presenter. No way. No way. Ah, oh, shit. I believe he said the turtle's head part. That I can yeah, believe. Yeah, definitely said that bit. It's the next turtle's head and light entertainment presenter don't fit in the same sentence they're not congruent they don't that's not come out of the same mouth not a chance it goes on of course it does i thought my ass was going to burst it came out like a greased eel two seconds (laughs) and done done. You'd hope so. If you were doing that, if you were doing that, you would hope for one of those. You would hope for a ghost shit, wouldn't you? You want a ghost shit. If you're doing that... I've literally just want... choked on my own fucking spit. A grease <laughs> I'm fucking done. What an adjective. A grease eel. A grease eel. That's the best, worst shit analogy I've yeah. ever fucking heard. So, again, for the guys at the back, I thought my arse was going to burst. It came out like a grease deal. Two seconds, done. It's almost like there's some pride that's been taken here. Like, yeah. It's almost like there's a bit of sense of like, I did it, you know, I, 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 I did it. The relief was incredible. And to be honest, I had no idea that I just shot on Davina's doorstep. Why would you? Um, <laughs> I had, I'd had a few lagers, mind. Yeah, of course. Of course you have. Ideally, I'd go to Davina's front door to apologise in person. 
but I imagine she's got a bit of a temper. Kind of would do. Um, <clears throat> the presenter put up a sign to ward off potential shitters reading. Oh, shut Remember? up. Genuine. There's a picture of it. There's literally a picture of it by Davina McCall. It's, it's <clears throat> cable tied up to a fence post. What sort of cable? Was... Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the cable layer. <laughs> Members of the public who feel it is acceptable to use the top of these stairs and surrounding area to defecate, could you stop? Exclamation mark. You know, straight to the point. You know, if you're that way inclined, I don't think reading that is going to put you off. I no. think it's going to egg you on. I think if I was 50-50 yeah. and I thought about doing it and then I saw that, I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to do it. Very still, racked up, ready for that step. It's that old thing, it's that old thing, isn't it, where it's like, <clears throat> you can't have a brownie. But I wasn't thinking about a brownie. It's like saying, well, you can't have a shit there. And I wasn't having thinking about my shit there, but now I am. Like, now I'm definitely thinking about it. Now that there's a sign telling me I can't do it, I'm definitely thinking about it. So anyway, <clears throat> we have CCTV footage of everyone, which has been passed on to the transport police, everyone. There's more than one, of course there is. <laughs> Davina shares the lavish eight-bed home didn't need to publish that, ain't that? Showing off. Bought in 2009 with hubby Matthew Robertson and their three children. Last night, a source close to Davina said, how would this gentleman like it if Davina McCall came and did a big sweaty shit on his doorstep? No, Still, that's, that's right. No no source from Davina saying that. Ever. <coughs> that's just... Can you... Are you have to write it's, that? It's, just, just. It, it's, it's the, it's a source to Davina, close to Davina McCall would say, how would a gentleman like it if Davina McCall came and defecated on his doorstep. Yeah. It wouldn't. No, none of her friends used the term big sweaty shit. That's, that's yeah. the giveaway. Big sweaty <laughs> shit. <laughs> that's, yeah. <laughs> and probably, yeah, it's just the whole name in there as well. They would just say, would like it if someone else just came and did it. Like, it's yeah. just, they've got to exaggerate. A source close to Davina wouldn't say how we like it if Davina McCall came and did it. They wouldn't say that. They just wouldn't say it. <laughs> yeah. They'd say funny. someone else yeah. came. Why yeah, would they well, say probably, probably one of Davina McCall's mates is, why are you talking to me about <laughs> yeah. my friend and people shitting on her house? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, innit? You can imagine, you can imagine the reporter, like Trilby hat on, little fucking thing, feather in it, like notepad. You know, like, notepad, yeah. Yeah, so we've got a story about Davina McCall's shit. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like a proper New York reporter. Yeah. What a stupid story that they're going and interviewing family over it. Family and oh. friends, or a source close. That's amazing. So that is the story for this week. And that's very close to my heart, as you know, Dan. Uh, um, yeah, that is very close to your heart. So, yeah, so maybe the next time that I tell my story, I'm going to call it a grease deal, maybe. Maybe I'm having that. Yeah. And I think we should throw some, some more adjectives in there and, and claim as sources close to you have said something and you know, all these things. It makes for a better story. Do you know really what I like? I literally was having a little muse in there thinking I've literally shared a stage of Gary Vree in front of a thousand people. I have been around the world with my book, hun literally hundreds of thousands of copies. This is the highlight. International <laughs> best-selling author. I've done things that someone like me should never have done. And genuinely, I cannot believe the level of enjoyment and pride I have to say I've shared this moment with you and mm -hmm. the fact 
that I am a disgusting human being in my private life. And I now get to add the phrase greased eel into my lexicon. Gentlemen, it's it's been a fucking honour. There you go, you see. That's a high accolade. That is a high accolade. It's the, I don't want to say highlight. So, 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 what we, so we've got Gary V and then Vice's Banner Podcast. That's all I'm saying. That's yeah, where it went. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Literally, that's the stack. There we go. There we'll go. take it. And on that note, we'll end there, I reckon. So, um, there you go. Well, guys, we have got the announcement of those who've won the prizes for doing the reviews. So, that will be announced. This is out on Thursday. So that will be announced on Friday in the Facebook group. So keep your eyes peeled in there. Um, I'll tag everyone in there. And if you're not in there and you've won, you need to be in it. So there you go. Go join the group. More, more, banter, more banter. More banter. There you go. There's a Facebook group. But you heard that already at the beginning of the podcast because we like to hammer you around the face with it. Um, yes, we yeah. do. Because we do what we're told. So, so. <laughs> I think it's only right to uh, to thank to thank the wonderful Dan Meredith for being. Just an awesome guest. Um, no, thank you so much. Honestly, boys, like part, as I said earlier, part of the reason I've been so keen for you to get this back up and running again is, you know, I listen to your earlier stuff. You know, I watch your social medias every day. Apart from actually genuinely being funny, you are very good at what you do. And, you know, jokes aside, thank you for allowing me to be on your platform. Um, to anyone listening, I hope you enjoyed it. If I offended you in any way, it was not meant to at all. Obviously, I am not, you know, I'm an ex- fitness professional which is why i tried to sort of stay back from any sort of specific topics on that one but as a rule everything works surround yourself with good people get help if you need it and have some fucking fun life is you know the one thing the last year's taught me is life is short like fucking enjoy it wise words and also don't shit outside the bean of a call <laughs> oh, fuck it that's more important that one that's more well, important those are the golden rules of life i'm done Good night. On that note, it's done.